Welcome back, world. Welcome back to the Moving Forward Podcast. You already know, man. We in here with motherfucking drummer boy, super producer. Hey, yeah, boy. <laughs> What's the word, man? Come on, man. Hey, man, we fresh in the city. We just got off the fucking plane. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I go by the name of Drummer Boy, a.k.a. D-Boy Fresh, man. My brother's keeper That's in stores right now. That's go super get fat. it. What's the name Digital. Of hey man, live on. We got we hey, listen, DJ's been calling me. Shout out to my dog E Feezy. Shout out to <laughs> Stevie J. DJ Steve. Who look, listen, the drop. Who the fuck is Stevie J? That's me. <laughs> That's me, man. Drama Boy, D-Boy Fresh, man. A lot of niggas don't know. See, they know the name. They know the listen to the track. Bitch, right. but they don't know the face. Like, as soon as I started rapping, as soon as I started picking up the microphone, now niggas want to act like they know who a nigga is. Now they start recognizing the nigga shit like that. You understand me? So it's a, it's a blessing, man. You know what I'm saying? That's a but fact. I've been doing so much behind the scene work, paying dues, and nigga, you been hearing my voice, been hearing my name, been hearing my brand, been hearing my swag, been hearing my energy, been hearing my juice, been hearing my concepts, been hearing my fucking hooks, been hearing my writing, been hearing everything, nigga. I put so much sauce on these artists. So now it's really time to just claim this shit, bro. That's a fact. I've been behind the scene for two longs, man. What made you want to start, uh, you know, start rapping? I was rapping before I was making beats at 15, 16. Mm -hmm. But you know what I'm saying? The beats, I was like, let me lock down one thing first. I'm always like, uh, let me lock down this first, get in, get my name on, get in, and then go to the next. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it took me to lose my brother you know what I mean? And, and, and man, R.I.P. Insane Wayne, it took me to lose my brother, man. And I look at the Kanye West situation, you know what I mean? Like, through the wire. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A nigga had to go through a, 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 a crazy tragedy and come through with through the wire to, to, to finally break through to the people. Niggas ain't know who Kanye West was till he started rapping, B. That's a fact. I knew who he was before the rap because I study production. I, I read credits. Mm-hmm. But the average motherfucker did not know who Kanye West was until he started rapping. And niggas tell me the same thing. Bro, I ain't even know you a drunk boy until you started rapping. When I got the key to the city of Memphis, that's when niggas were like, oh, shit, you the nigga who produced for Tila. Oh, shit, you did That's What's Up for Yo Gotti. Right. Damn, you did White Girl for Young Jeezy. Damn, you did I'ma Do Me for Rocco. Damn, you the nigga. Listen, listen to this track. Listen to the track, bitch. <laughs> Damn, Definitely. shawty, plies, T-Pain, oh shit, no hands, Walker Flocker. Damn, you did, damn, right around, I'm getting it. I just call her boo, I don't know a hoe name, keep it on the low, man. All I eat is low, man. <laughs> like my nigga, I got so many hits, I done put so many motherfucking niggas on, dog. So and for you to, to just selfish. now, yeah, come time on, to man. get a little selfish. I, I ain't even selfish. I'm still giving niggas hits, nigga. But I'm just letting you know what's going on this way. Soon as I got with NBA young boy, we did. We popping, we popping, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's just crazy. Like you look at the first song, my first song ever. I ain't, I ain't no Rocco. Rocco called me out the blue. First song I do. You just do you. I'ma do me. Mm-hmm. My street nigga called me from 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 uh Canada. Like, yo, we got this nigga named uh Drake from Degrassi. He about to start rapping. I don't 
know this nigga? First song I do. Get to shaking something, because that's what drama produces it for. Letting these bills fall all on your skin. I got money, money to blow. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. When you, you know do these tracks, do you give them the melody? Or I'm, I'm giving nigga the vibe. I'm giving nigga the beat. I'm giving it my my beat already telling you what to say. Right. So if you really tapped into like what you're supposed to be tapped into, you are gonna know what to say as soon as you hear the beat. It's gonna talk to you. It's gonna tell you. All you gotta do is just let the motherfucker talk to you and be organic, man. Let that motherfucker boom hit you in that motherfucking chest. Mm-hmm. Let that 808 hit you. You know what I'm saying? So what 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 kind of feelings you be going through when you be making these beats? Like what kind of vibe you be having? Like like when I made I put on for my city for Jeezy featuring Kanye West and we got Big Dog Jay Z. Shout out to Jay. Shout out to Marcy. Shout out to goddamn the 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 the, the hood NYC. What's Come up? on, man. It's it's always love in New York. And like when I did that record for for Jeezy, I put on like like the energy was was already there. Right. You see what I'm saying? And all I have to do is really just deliver in a sense as a producer and the first thing as a producer to deliver is the vibe the vibe period what's the vibe like what's the music like what's the sound like you know what i mean and then we go from there to all right what we gonna say on this shit what we gonna talk about what's the topic what's the delivery you see what i'm saying and as a real producer those are things that i bring to the table as opposed to like a lot of beat makers that just might bring a beat all right i'm gone or bring a beat, or or might just email you the beat, and just right. depend on what y'all do in the studio. You don't vibe with the artist, like you know what I'm saying. I need to be in the room, my nigga, because I got too much to bring to the table. I got too much to offer. Is it a specific artist that you like to vibe with? I love working with Gucci. I love working with Jeezy. I love working with Gotti. I love working with Dolph. You know what I mean? And I said them four names to say like, you know, I'm in the middle of a lot of bullshit, and I feel like us as hip hop, us as artists, us as Black African Americans. We got to stop this fucking hate bullshit. We got to stop this north versus the south, this east versus the west. This this random ass bullshit. We competing with each other when we can start banks together, nigga. Imagine if Jeezy, Gucci, Gotti, and Dolph all came together and started the bank. Just them four niggas. That's 20 mil, 30 mil all, all, all by itself. Imagine if Puff, uh, uh, Puff, Russell 50, Simmons, 50, J. And 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 uh, from who? From where? And like and, like, and like Wu Tang, <laughs> like you know what I mean? I'm talking about all the top legends, yeah. and they start a bank. We start a music bank union. A union, yeah, basically. You know a union. what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like they got they got before. teachers unions, they got all these different credit unions and shit. We ain't got no we ain't got no musicians Nothing. union. We ain't got no rappers union. We ain't got no hip hop union. You know what I mean? All fact. these motherfuckers, man, you niggas, you put Nipsey with DJ Khaled with uh Puff and Wiz Khalifa and 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 Juicy J, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He just did a huge deal. Throw Juicy J in the picture with a J. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, bro, all it Throw Jay Prince in the picture? Mob ties? Yo, yo, let's throw Uncle Luke in the picture. Yo, let's throw Drama Boy in the picture. Let's throw DJ Drama. Let's go, let's go DJ Cannon. Cannon. All of these motherfuckers that's in the, the music union, the producers union. You know what I'm saying? The hip hop union. I, I feel like that's what's missing for us as, as a black culture and, and as black music. You know what I'm saying? We got everything else. We run everything else. Is it an ego thing? 
that comes between when when the person it's gets a political money. thing. It's the same thing in the NFL. You look at the black head coaches. How many black owners do you see? None at all. Michael Jordan, one That's of the it. first black owners we've seen on the NBA level. That's NBA, y'all. You know what I mean? But NFL, have we seen a black owner tap into the black ownership market yet? Nope, not at all. You know what I mean? So these are the things that we got to, like, bring up and make a point. Deion Sanders could be one of the first. You know what I mean? Michael Irvin could be one of the first. It's it's a lot of, you know, tangible mm -hmm. candidates. You know right. what I mean? And, you know, that's the thing I'm in for is longevity, man, and us – what, making sure our kids' kids and our kids' kids are straight. You look at Tyler Perry. In the film industry, he has done that. Mm -hmm. He was just speaking on how he can provide and oversee his next six or seven yeah. generations, generations of wealth. Generational wealth. Generational wealth. You know what I mean? Right. So we, we on this Tyler Perry level, man, on the music industry, man. You know what I'm saying? And those who have motivated me, the Puffs, the Russell Simmons, uh, um, the Baby Faces, the L.A. Reeds, like, you know, I, I just get inspired and motivated, and then I speak upon it to what, help motivate us to get into that vibe, to get into that zone, that be, mind frame. Would it be a secret for longevity in this in this music business where things change so fast? Secret in longevity is relationships, and if us as blacks and and in the black community and in hip hop, we learn how to better water our relationships, keep our relationships extend our relationships you know what i mean it, it's only a bigger game for us you know mm -hmm. what i mean the the number one thing in the black community is black on black crime yep we're killing each other we ain't helping each other we ain't you know what i'm saying you i've been knowing you and you've been knowing him but damn y'all ain't hired each other y'all ain't worked together you ain't you ain't put him in position to do you know what i'm yeah. saying that opportunity that you know you need to feel. You know what I'm saying? And, and like us as a people, like we got to get over the ego shit. Everybody's so ego driven. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man, I'm popping. I'm hot, man. I got more jury than him. <laughs> I got all the holes. I fucked your bitches. That's what it be about. Da, 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 da. And Dame said it best. Dame said it best. Dame said people don't want you in position because they scared that you're going to take their shine. But it, it's meant for everybody to shine. Exactly. So when you get out of the mind frame of of just you shining and like everybody shine, you know it's it, it's a different picture. You know what I mean? You have to really like understand the picture, see the picture, and then and then surround yourself with those who see equal. Right. You see what I'm saying? Because we all equal. Ain't, we, ain't nobody popping harder than nobody else. You know what I'm right. saying? You might sell more records than me. You might fuck more hoes than me. You might have more money in your bank account than me. That don't make you a greater man than me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we get to popping our collar or stunting on niggas or looking down on niggas because, oh, he ain't got this or, yo, he ain't da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da or he an underground artist just because he ain't got X amount of money. But he outspitting every fucking nigga on the top ten <laughs> charts. Super fact. You know what I'm saying? The niggas on the top ten charts, top ten charts might just have a, 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 a great marketing strategy. Mm -hmm. You know, they got the gimmick. But it's niggas that's not on the top ten that got the real talent. They got the real lyricism. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, well, what do the people want? A lot of times people don't want lyricism. A lot of times people don't want the 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 the, the who's the most real and this and that. A lot of times, guess what? Motherfuckers just want to have fun. 
Ladies, they just want to party. They don't give a fuck who real, who fake, this and that. That's a fact. Can I listen to the music? Is it a vibe, nigga? Can I drink and party to that shit? Nigga, that's all I care about. I don't care about who faking. You know what I'm saying? The niggas, we care about shit that, that the girls don't. Right. So you got to really understand this shit and say, okay, am I making the kids and the women dance? Am I making people have fun with my music? Well, your, your, well, your new single... It's dope. It gives me that when I when I first heard it, I instantly thought about Jeezy. Yeah. Instantly, I, I said he took one of them Jeezy beats. <laughs> That's one of the beats he would have gave Young Jeezy. Yeah. So I was like, wow, what inspired you to make that song? The Live On song um, is all strictly inspired by my big bro. Like a lot of people don't know, like my big brother, Insane Wayne. Um, I started making beats because of my bro. Like, I come from jazz, I come from orchestra, I come from pop, I come from, you know, a city in Memphis, Tennessee where we known for the blues. You know what I'm saying? B.B. King, uh, Joyce Cobb, and, you know what I'm saying, Miles Davis, and Duke Ellington, and just so much music from the blues to the jazz, and, you know, uh, um, you know, my mom grew up in a, in a Baptist church. You know what I'm saying? And then my pop, like, he come from the other side. He mm-hmm. was, like, in the orchestra. And, like, I, I grew up playing Beethoven and Sebastian. Wow. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, straight orchestra. My pop was the first chair clarinetist in the Memphis Symphony Orchestra. Mm-hmm. So coming from that world mixed with, you know, the streets of Memphis, A-Ball, MJG, 3-6 Mafia, you know what I mean? And, Project and Pat. Project Pat, Gangsta Boo. And I, I come from that world, but then, like, you know, my my older brother, 14 years older than me, so, like, you know what I'm saying, the Jazzy Faze, the Carlos Brodies, the Slice Tees, all of the legendary producers out of the city of Memphis, it, it just it just gave me a, a, a opportunity. Like, my first my first three tracks that I sold to Teal, I sold for 2,500 a beat just because wow. of the strength of my brother. My brother getting 2,500 a beat. So because I'm his brother and shit, they listening to everything he say, shit, I'm getting 2,500 a beat. Right. I'm 19 in high school. You know what I'm saying? And these are the first three tracks that I get, so it allowed me to buy my, my first beat machine, MPC 2000. It allowed me to pay my mom back for financing my first equipment. You know what I'm saying? Right. It allowed me to hook up with a cat by the name of Yo Gotti during his inevitable entertainment days. Like, when I hooked up with Yo Gotti, he had a label called I&E. I&E. Inevitable Entertainment. Wow. The first album that Yo Gotti dropped ever was Life. I got four tracks on that motherfucker. And my production team, Drum Squad, got 12 tracks on there. I wow. did four tracks. My brother, Insane Wayne, did four tracks. And my producer, who was signed at the time under me, was Swizzo. He did four tracks. So collectively, we executive produced that album. You know what I'm saying? And this is Yo Gotti's first album. You know what I'm saying? And then I followed that album with Back to the Basics album, which I did, That's What's Up. When you see me shout it, pop your collar, then you holler, that's what's up. You know what I mean? And it was like one of the biggest strip clubs, street record anthems, you know, from, from our end. And a lot of people forget, like Memphis, when you get spins in Memphis, you get in a tri-state region. Like Memphis, you, you get spins on Memphis radio, you get in Arkansas. You're getting Tennessee. Mm-hmm. You're getting Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? So you're getting three states out the walk. 
And you know, up, up, up top, y'all used to that, like Jersey, yeah, New York, Connecticut, Connecticut, right. whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Down south, that's one of the only tri-state regions that I'm familiar with. You know what I mean? That 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 is really effective. You know what I'm saying? So, a lot of people, I'ma do me, no hands, uh, shawty plies, you did white plies girl, shorty, right? Yeah, so what many you records. Thinking about when you did that beat, man. That that was huge. Shawty Plies was, uh, you know, my brother made the sample. My brother's mm. R.I.P. Insane Wayne. He did the sample with Earth, Wind & Fire. And luckily for us, my mom was cool uh, with Maurice White. I was going so, to ask you, you know, did they try to sue you? No, well, no, nah, hell no. Nah. We cool with the family. Maurice White wow. and the family is friends. Uh, they wanted 100%. When my mom called them, they renegotiated and, and only wanted 25%, which left 75% for us to eat. Classic. You know what I mean? So Plies... Um, 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 the Atlantic label, uh, everybody loved me for that because I, I, I really allowed like everybody on the label to see five to ten million. You know, I paid the paid the the, the light bill. Yeah, in kept Atlantic, the lights on. You know what I'm saying for a good three quarters. You know what I'm saying. Are you signed to a label now? Nah, nah, I'm independent. I oh. own my label, Drum Squad Records, and I'm signed to myself. D Boy Fresh, Drummer Boy, new project, my brother's keeper. Just drop, man. Go get that thing. That's a serious fact. Now, um, you keep speaking about your brother, and you know, I know this is a sensitive topic. Do you mind uh, telling us what happened? I mean, long story short, my brother got shot and killed oh. in front of my uh my clothing store. I, I got a I got a boutique Damn, man. called House of Fresh in Atlanta. Um, you know what I'm saying? And um, you know, he he was dating a chick. You know, found out she was dating. Another nigga, woo, woo, woo. He addressed that nigga, called him out. The nigga pulled up at the store. They got to arguing, woo, woo, woo. Shots fired. Bam. That's some yeah. fucked up shit, man. You know what I'm saying? So it's, My it's, condolences, it's man. For yeah, real. Yeah. So I, I, I dropped <clears throat> a song called Live On, because my brother, he going to live on. And, and, and what's what's so crazy about my brother, like my brother lived his best life. He lived everything he wanted to do. He had four kids, three grandbabies. Um, that nigga... Like, like he was the happiest he he ever been, ever. You see what I'm saying? Like, like the way I I see my nigga and the way we we left each other, like we was at the best point ever in life. No doubt. You see what I'm saying? Well, and everything. like everything that's happening now, I I just give back to him and give back to his kids. Even this album, my brother's keeper album, like everything go to his kids. Like that's what keep me alive. Like, my brother was my only sibling. It's the first nigga that I looked up to and wanted to be like, dress like, wear his clothes, all that type shit. This nigga 14 years older than me. You know what I mean? So to be able to do what I'm doing and, 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 and to really be my brother's keeper, because it's one thing to say that shit, my nigga, but when you really responsible, my nigga, for these kids, shout out to Jordan, Selena, Devin, uh, uh, um, uh, Bryson, fucking... Just, just, just the whole family, like Raven, his oldest daughter, Selena, his youngest daughter. It, it, it's just a blessing to, to have them. You know what right. I'm saying? I feel like without them or without him having such a, a legacy that he left behind, like if he passed and didn't have no kids, this should be fucked up. It's fucked up already. But the fact of like who he left, the kids and what he left, and yeah, like, nigga, like you talking about seven beautiful beings you know what i'm saying right. like man it's, it's just crazy like young nephew he about to get a scholarship and playing basketball 
the my my niece, my youngest niece, Selena, she doing amazing things. The oldest daughter, Raven, she doing some beautiful things. And and, and Devin, he he like the best father that I've seen. Like he got three kids already. No producers. Yeah, Devin doing some some production. You know what I'm saying? Little Jordan doing some production. He playing basketball. I think I think my brother really put the most production in me though. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm like, little bro, but he looked at me like a son. He looked at me like the next. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and sh- man, I, I get that from, from, from big bro. Now, before this happened, you was kind of, were you still producing for artists or you was kind of like falling back off the game because the times had changed, the artists wasn't the same? What was you doing before that motivated you to drop your own? album i mean every year i've dropped hits like so a lot of people don't keep up with it and i like to disguise myself for a reason to kind of not be so biased but to kind of make it like real organic to like what's real like okay either you got hits or you don't Mm. and like one of the first one of the first everybody called me the first swing king so the first song i did on ply Mm shouty first song i did on rocco i'ma do me i get a call from from drake and he like, yo, I'm coming to Atlanta, da da da. I'm on this TV show, Degrassi. I I, I don't know, bro, but let me know. I got the beats, da da da. All right, well, I'm gonna hit you when I get down there. We get in the studio. I play five beats. First song we do, Money to Blow. That is amazing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I get with 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 Jeezy for the first time. First song we do, Standing Ovation. Mm-hmm. This is an intro to the album, and it go platinum. When that happened? When you seen an intro go platinum on the album? Never. I'm just saying. Y'all find me find me one intro on the album that went platinum outside of standing ovation. But y'all don't know who Drummer Boy is. Listen to the track, bitch. And that's what I'm saying. Just because the niggas got tags and this and that, you still don't know the face. You still don't know the name. That's the producer side. That's just me as a producer. Right. Being quiet, just making a beat. I can make a beat for you and I'm just being quiet, I give you a vibe. Right? Right. You know what I'm saying? I could tell you my whole life story with music, but you're going to imagine what the fuck I'm telling you. So until I started rapping and telling you like verbally, like this interview, you hearing what was in my mind verbally. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. And now you understanding more about Drummer Boy because I'm verbal with you. Right. All the top producers, Swiss Beats, Kanye West, Dr. Dre, Pharrell, Kanye, whoever the fuck you name is your top producers, like your top five, I guarantee them niggas rap. That's a fact. Period. Manny Fresh, Swiss Beats, like Puff, yeah, they all rap. They them all niggas got to be verbal, G. So yeah, man, like I had to start being verbal, like, cause niggas, niggas tend to forget, like, niggas think shit. I ain't even gonna name no names on production or producers or whatever, but some, you know, you you think this the hottest nigga just cause his name everywhere, just cause his tag everywhere. He don't even make all his own beats. But this nigga tag everywhere. All you hear is this tag. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you hear listen to this track beat, sometimes you don't. I use I use no tag just to fuck niggas up because I'm not no groupie. I don't need you to know who I am. I don't need you to know my name. Nigga, do your research. Nigga, right. find out about me, nigga. The right. street's going to tell you about dr- Drummer Boy. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to pop off a real killer. We not popping off about who we killed. That's a super fact. A real player, nigga? We not popping off about the bitches we got, the bitches we fuck. You going to catch wind of that shit. When you catch wind of it, I probably ain't even fucking shorty no more. It's it's too late. You can have a nigga. You got that. That's you. Go ahead, B. 
That's mm-hmm. all you, nigga. It's your name. That's it's got your name on it, nigga. That's right. I'm on to the next, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. By the time you get on plies, guess what? Oh, nigga, I'm on NBA Young Boy. We poppin'. We poppin'. You know what I'm saying? The first song I ever did on any nigga you bring me, nigga, is a smash. Man, I remember when Walker was like, nigga, I'm going to start rapping, nigga. The CEO get locked up too much, man. The, the CEO, Gucci keep getting locked up. Walker was a goon. This nigga wasn't rapping, bro. I remember when this nigga was like, bro, I'm going to start rapping. All right, nigga, I got you, nigga. Holler at me when you ready. Okay, well, when he hollered at me, what I do for him? No hands, nigga. This a nigga who said, I'm finna start rapping, and I make him $30 million off of one song. No hands, bro. Walker ain't got to rap no more, B. Neither do 50 Cent. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? When you make good music and make these hits, what we get into the music industry for? To get in, to get on, and to get out, bro. Ain't nobody trying to stick around in this shit. This shit cool. But this shit, the the the, the, the streets ain't loyal to you. You know what I'm saying? The the the, the hip hop industry ain't faithful to you. These folk ain't faithful to you, man. These motherfuckers on your dick for a minute, and then man, on to the next. Who who else? Hot? <laughs> Niggas is like dogs for treats, <laughs> right? But drummer, you gotta think when you first came out, you part of that trap wave, man. You oh, created I'm a, I'm a, that. I'm an originator. Yeah, originator. You the originator. You the originator. You started that shit, man, with Jeezy and Gucci and all that, man. First nigga I started trap with was Yo Gotti, mm. out of the city. That was the only first nigga I ever seen rapping about cocaine the way he was rapping about cocaine and the white, straight white, straight Yo, white, straight white. He do white. it the best. Yo Gotti, period, Yo Gotti hands do down, it. and out of my city. Hove do a good, Hove, Hove the king of that talk, but that's why, Gotti that's do why, good. that's why Gotti, that's why uh, Hove, who did Hove sign on management? Gotti. Yo Gotti. Gotti, exactly. You know what I'm saying? He talked that talk. Yeah, you can understand the relation. Yeah, yeah. He, he can relate, right. You know what I'm saying? So that that's first and foremost. And when I got to Atlanta, the first nigga to recognize Yo Gotti was Young Jeezy. That's the first thing Young Jeezy said to me. Before I did standing ovation, white girl, I put on, flexing, lose my mind, me okay. Any of them hits I did with Jeezy, it was all attracted from what the work me and Yo Gotti did. He was like, man, you and Yo Gotti, y'all niggas so hard. That's the first thing Jeezy was saying to me. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like, a lot of people overlook Gotti. Gotti is a king, my nigga. This nigga started CMG. He come from E-I-N-E, Inevitable Entertainment. You know what I'm saying? By himself out the TVT deal. You know what I'm saying? Well, how many artists you done seen by themselves out a deal? Not too many, if, if at all. <laughs> yeah, like real hustler nigga that's getting money and we buy ourselves out the deal, nigga. This deal ain't working, nigga. I buy myself out. Guess right. what? Because I'm a hustler, nigga. I'm getting money outside this music shit, nigga. Mm-hmm. I don't need this music shit just to, just to stay alive, nigga. I'm going to get money regardless. You know what I'm saying? And that's a real hustler, you know what I'm saying? That's a fact. We and we took lie. that, we took that, we took that mind frame and, and and took that shit global. You know what I'm saying? Some young Memphis niggas out the city. You know what I mean? And, and bam, next thing you know, Jeezy reaching out, Gucci reaching out, all these, you know what I'm saying? Different artists reaching out, like yo, we want to fuck with y'all. Da da da. If you listen to the samples this year in 2018 hip hop, Memphis is the number one sampled music from G Easy. Uh, everybody redoing Three Six Mafia music right now, mm-hmm. A, uh, ASAP, Ferg, and, and, and the whole the, the, man. Everybody using uh, Memphis samples right now. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Suck a nigga dick or something. Yeah. <laughs> Eat a bitch J cat or something. Like, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Juicy J, Three Six Mafia. Like, a lot of people ain't even hip that Three Six Mafia or Juicy J from Memphis. You know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of folks don't even know what Three Six Mafia is for real, bro. You know what, what I'm saying? Tell us what it is. Like, Three Six Mafia is a group from the city, Memphis, Tennessee, that won an Oscar, my nigga, on right. Hustle and Flow. Three Six Mafia had an Oscar before fucking Spike Lee, nigga. Think about this shit. Spike Lee just got his first Oscar this year. Some niggas from Memphis, 3C Mafia, we've been sitting on the Oscar three years ago. Word. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, it, it, it you know what I mean? It, it, it's, it's only about due time. You know what I'm saying? 3C Mafia, them niggas been paying dues for so long. You look at Juicy. Juicy, Juicy all Juicy, the way up Juicy right now. Juicy in his 40s. And kids, man, loving him like he in his, he's 16, 17. Juicy got more followers than 16-year-olds. There's more people paying attention to Juicy than motherfucking Takashi. <laughs> they don't need to pay attention to that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, and we more consistent. Okay, Takashi in the game, have a lot of success, and now he disappeared. Juicy been in the game 20 motherfucking years. Yo Gotti been in the game 20 motherfucking years. Drama Boy been in the game 20 motherfucking years, nigga. Consistent, dog. Hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. First song I do with NBA Young Boy, we popping. And that motherfucker 56 plus million on YouTube. That's crazy. I don't know, dude. It's the first song we did. First song I do for the Migos, look at my dad. I don't know Quavo. I don't, you know what I'm saying? First, first, first platinum plaque I got in the game was with Coach K, standing ovation. I did the That's intro, my, my nigga, and I go platinum three times. G. That's blessed, man. That's my you know guy. So it, Coach it, it's K. about that energy, man. It's about your heart. It's about your character. You know what I'm saying? Niggas don't understand your character take you way farther than a motherfucking piece of talent. Character will run circles around talent. You know what I'm saying? And that's why it's a lot of niggas that's not as talented as you, but doing better than you because you don't understand your character. You don't understand your loyalty. You don't understand your respect levels. You doing fuck nigga shit, but you talented. Mm -hmm. You doing lame nigga shit, but you talented. No, Don't nobody give a fuck you can rap, nigga. Can you swag it out? Because I know niggas who swagging it out who get more money than niggas who can rap. That's a super That's fact. That's a super fact. I know a million niggas like that right now. You know what I'm saying? So you got to really, about that. yeah, you got to really understand the game and keep up with the youth. Okay, mm. what was popping in the '90s ain't popping in the the, the zeros through the tens. <laughs> what was popping <laughs> in the though. zeros through the tens ain't popping in what we living in. While we, we about to go into the first period, what we call the '20s, nigga. We lived in the '80s, the '90s, and now we about to live through the '20s, nigga. Start it's about to be 2020, 20, 2021, 2022, nigga. We living in the '20s, be back in the 20s. You know what I'm saying? Are you going to be relevant? Are you going to be able to live through the test of time like a Spike Lee? Mm. What keeps you relevant is the question. Flavor. Energy. Knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Any Anything to keep anybody relevant is like something to listen to. Like, okay, can I pay attention to that? Is what he's saying make sense? Is it factual? Is it proof? You know what I'm saying? Knowledge is what's kept me in the game. You know what I mean? Like understanding who I am. You know what I mean? And being real with myself. All right, this is what I'm good at. This is what I know I want to do. This is the shit I want to speak on. Well, man, I, I got a whole gang of knowledge. I can teach a nigga through a book, but I'd rather teach a nigga through the audio. 
Mm-hmm. But I'm a teaching nigga through both. So I got a behind the hits goddamn book on the way. And I got the behind the hits documentary on the way. Oh, that's gonna be classic. That break down <laughs> all the hits, what I'm doing, how I did it, what I learned from it, what I could have done better. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Every producer gonna wanna read that book as well as see the documentary. And whichever one you can interpret, you use that for and you take shit, from them fundamentals. You know what I'm saying? And that that's what's for me like the the most like special thing you can do is give back to the generation coming up after you. You know and what I'm saying? That, and that's what a lot of artists don't do. A lot of artists, it's like they scared of the youth. They scared of, like you said in the beginning, they scared to give that helping hand to the next new person that's coming up. And that's the problem, especially out here in New York. I think that is more unified where you're from, from the South. To me, coming from here, it felt like y'all work together more than New no, York artists. Fair. Yeah, I mean, and now, but we all got it from New York. We had to get it an example. It used to so, be unity, so, so, self-destruction so and things at, of that nature. The Wu Tang, the Run DMCs, the Jays, the Puffs, the fucking even on the clothing level from Fubu aspect, right. Damon, uh, Rockefeller, and Sean John, they all work together. Right, they all cross brand. And Jay and Puff is the best example, man. These two top niggas mm-hmm. who started hip hop, who was around at the beginning, they still around towards the end. And this ain't even no end. They still on the top. Mm-hmm. Of Forbes list, two New York niggas, top still. of the Forbes list, Jay and Puff, still staying relevant. They kept it fresh and new, like you said, all the time. Staying Nobody's relevant. more relevant than Puff and Jay. Mm-hmm. Period. Still, late forties. <laughs> no fifties. These niggas is fifty. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like you know they still the most relevant. So you got to give it up and understand it's something that they are doing that is working. You know what I mean? When you look at the Coach K's, one of the top executives that come together with another top executive with the with the P. You know what I'm saying? They they create QC. Imagine if Puffin fucking Jay start a label. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that shit gonna be dynamite. You oh, you ain't mentioned Master P. Master P, my nigga, I just did a record with G, uh, Jeezy and Master P. Yeah, they about to do an album together, right? Yep, and I got the first single, Stay oh, Tuned. Man. We just did the video, you know what I'm saying? And we're working on that TM 104. I'm excited about that. Can't I, wait. I, I'm just oh, working, man, man bro. I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I was in the game at 15, and you know what I'm saying? Like, the first 15 of my years, uh, it, it, it's just been so fun, you know what I'm saying? And just getting into my 30s, it's just like a whole new beginning. Like, I'm... I'm I'm like the 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 young OG out here, you know what I'm saying? And like looking at the puffs and the Swiss beats and all the other niggas that's, you know, 39, 40, going into their 40s and whatnot, you know what I'm saying? I'm in my early 30s. It's just like I look at what they do and just and just, you know, pay homage. You know what I'm saying? And 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 tap into the next generation of like What's popping? Everything for me is about like what's popping, what I can change, what I can enhance, what I can make better, what I who I can motivate, stimulate, encourage, and 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 as well as tap into the community. You know what I'm saying? With these people, how can we motivate the next generation? How can we motivate the next youth, the sixth graders, the seventh graders, the eighth graders to come make beats, to come rap, to come songwrite? You know what I mean? And how we can incorporate them into you know, eventually, four years later, now they in high school. Right. You know what I'm saying? Five, six years later, they in college. 
You know what I'm saying? These years be be creeping up on you. And you're like, man, you looked at a nigga who was in seventh grade five, six years later. Now this nigga's like 1920, the the the, the hottest thing in New York. Mm-hmm. Hottest thing in Atlanta, you know what I mean? And because of the knowledge and because of the input that you were to him in his life. Exactly. Now he is fucking with you a certain way. And damn, big bro, yo, I just got my first... 20 million, nigga, I want you to be on board. And that's the, I look at Juicy J and Wiz Khalifa the same way because I remember when Wiz Khalifa was like, yo, I want you to be a part of Taylor Gang. I want you to really, like, help me produce these records and be a part of my label and to bring in a Juicy J and Juicy Go. Everybody's like, oh, man, you own 3-6 Mafia. You one of the partners. You got your own brand. You got your own label. You look at how much money. Since Juicy J has done the deal with Taylor Gang and done all these other side investments and deals and whatnot, He's made over three hundred million dollars, Like, wow. yeah, <laughs> records with Katy Perry. Yeah. All these, like, come on, bro. This Juicy J from the hood, but niggas like us, we like nigga. When he got the Oscar, nigga, we were like, damn, nigga, these niggas from Memphis, nigga. Man, I remember how the world was looking at them when they won the Oscar. Everybody was like, oh. Shocked and shit, but nigga, this some Memphis niggas, bro. We come from the hood, bro. We come from the projects. We come from nothing, my nigga. We come from nothing, nigga. The, man, we just want an Oscar. Mm-hmm. We just want an Oscar, dog. Y'all got, y'all got it out there. Y'all got it. Y'all yeah, popping. Y'all got some shit. Y'all got some shit going on. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like a, a, a cooking a, up. That's that gumbo. But it gives young niggas like us, like me, it gives young niggas motivation. It gives young niggas hope. It gives young niggas inspiration. Like, yo, this is possible. You know what I'm saying? If I just stick to what I love, if I just stick to what I do, like, this is what I do, this is what I love, this is what I believe. If I stick to this shit and give this shit the best, this is what's possible. You know what I mean? And that's inspiration to any producers, man. If you're making beats on Ableton, on Fruity Loops, on 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 Pro Tools, on Beat Machine, MPC, whatever you use, keep doing it. Dedicate yourself to your craft. You know what I'm saying? Perfect that shit. If you rap, pick up a dictionary, man. If you rap, pick up some books. Read autobiographies. Mm-hmm. If you need inspiration, read autobiographies. Understand documentaries and understand how other people did it. How did they make it? How did they become successful in their life? What were their key turning points in their life? You know what I'm saying? And these are the things that I studied to see, well, damn, Puff did this. Okay, well, damn, Jay-Z did this. Damn, Manny Fresh did this. Well, Pharrell did his shit this way. Damn, Scarface did his shit this way. Cool and Dre did their shit this way. Motherfucking Kanye did his shit this way. Swiss Beats did his shit this way. It's all these different stories and all these different ways to do it. You can't copy they shit. You just got to see what they did, the principle behind it, and then apply that shit and to do what it you're your doing. Own way. That's right. You know what I mean? And, and man, I'm just here to motivate and encourage and inspire the next young, up and coming producers, man. Shout out to my nigga Young Avenue Beats, fresh out of Brooklyn. I just did a song called Move That Ass Like a Shaker. <laughs> I'm putting uh, my boy Big Boss Moolah on that. Shout out to Big Boss Moolah that's walked in the building. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Night, night. Put the hoe to sleep. So are you working with any other producers on your album? Absolutely, man. We got Kenny uh, uh, Killer Music. Um, we got Justice League. Mm. Um, I got um, Take Keith. He did uh, No Feelings with my nigga Amaretta. Okay. Um, You know what I'm saying? Who else I'm fucking with on the tape? Who else I'm fucking with? I got so many beats from different niggas, man. Zaytoven. Um, Zaytoven. You know what I'm saying? It's like 
I, I produce a lot of my own shit. And then I, I just, man, if you send me beats, man, my email, mate, Drummer Boy Fresh. Follow me on the gram, at Drummer Boy Fresh. My email, my number, all of that's right in my fucking bio. You know what I'm saying? Plug me up, man. Hit me up. Reach out, bro. I think you so blessed because you keep yourself at at arm's reach. You know, when the person gets as big as you, pause, and, like, forget about the people on the bottom, they kind of lose touch of what's really going on down here. Yeah. And I it's see, you still come from the bottom. Them. Yeah, I come from the bottom, so I can't never leave that shit. You know what I'm saying? And coming from Memphis, like, you got to under, understand, like, I grew up around Elvis Presley and Priscilla Presley and Isaac Hayes and motherfucking Aretha Franklin, Anita Baker, Gladys Knight, um, you know, just a whole bunch of legendary shit. You know what I'm saying? Stacks, records, is like a friend of the family. See what I'm saying? So everything on the Stacks record, imagine motherfucking uh, uh, um, Motown right there at your disposal. It's crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? Like disposal, I mean, I mean like Motown and Stacks was like the two top labels. Right. That and this, like this going back label. and forth. Detroit, Memphis. Detroit, Memphis. If you look at the pimp, the pimpest cities. Detroit. Detroit, Chicago, Memphis, D.C., and Oakland. Mm -hmm. That's my top five. He ain't lying. You know what I'm saying? I'm just talking about pimping. <laughs> yeah, like, niggas were, like, like, nigga, for real, for real, we had the god of all pimps, which was Shaft. <laughs> Shaft from Memphis? Shaft. Oh, Isaac shit, Hayes, yeah. my nigga. Mm -hmm. Shaft. Mm -hmm. You know what Good I mean? Isaac. Yeah, like Isaac Hayes, like all of that pimp, Dolomite, all of that type of shit. Chicago, Detroit, Memphis, Oakland, D.C. That's a fact. Period. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and, and these are cities that you're not going to move to. Ain't no out of town or no outside niggas moving to these cities and becoming a nigga. Hell no. Like, I've seen so many people try to come into Memphis and become a nigga or, like, you know, be popping and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? It's just certain cities not built for that. Like, mm -hmm. like New York, L.A., Atlanta, they built for tourism. They want tourism to come in. Miami. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's it's built. That's why you see so many people working together. And it's so diverse and Asians and whites and blacks and uh, uh, Ethiopians yeah, and Arabs. And everybody can come start a business, have their family, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah, Sicilians, Italians, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's just like it's, it's, it's that's why I moved to Atlanta because it was more open arms and m many more clients to work with. That, that understood one goal. You see what I'm saying? And it's like the big league cities, like, you know, it, it, it's like once you're once you doing shit on a collegiate level and you already, then you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. done your numbers and won your championships and whatnot, mm -hmm. it's time for the big leagues. Right. And it's only a few cities who, to me, that, that handle that the best. And I feel like Atlanta, mm -hmm. New York, L.A., Miami, Miami yeah. um, those are the top diverse, multicultural, mm -hmm. open arm, uh uh Mecca right. cities mm -hmm. that that built for growth um and allow the out of town market as well as the in town market to cross brand and to get money with each other. Right. On a business level. You know what I mean? Without it getting funky. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean, and and, and and you know some cities just don't allow that, man. Since we're talking about all these other cities, you named a lot of South artists that you making tracks for, but mm -hmm. 
Besides the little, the young boy that came here, what's his name again? Uh, uh, Big Boss Moolah. Yeah. Who are who? Who's some New York artists that you did tracks for? Um, Jada, um, Jim Jones, Jewel Santana, uh, Fifty Cent. I did uh recently with uh Gucci Mane and Fifty Cent. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, Fire. You know I, I've done so much, and it's 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 probably artists that I have a name. Shout out to Jerry Wonder. The, 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 the classic producer. I've done a, some amazing things with him. I did some shit with Jasmine Sullivan, worked with Missy Elliott, um, you know, Jim Jones, another another friend of the family. Um, I did some shit with, uh, I signed an artist actually from Brook, uh, Brooklyn called Scott King. He was yeah. known as um, um, Q the Kid, signed to Jermaine Dupree, and uh, we got him on the label. You know what I'm saying? We just did a record with Uncle Murder. Shout you know out to saying? Murder. Shout out to Murder. Yeah, we working, man. It's so much music. You know, Jay-Z, I was able to work with him on the remix of I Put On. Um, so that was a blessing. Um, Puff, worked with him through the Boys in the Hood projects. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So I, I pretty much worked with everybody. To be able to work with Puff, you know what I'm saying? I remember being at a party and Puff stopped the whole party, shouted me. I was like, yo, man, this kid, drummer boy, man, da, 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 he remind me of me. Y'all got them, sent them some bottles, da, da, da. Next thing you know, it's like 15, 20 champagne bottles on the way. All right. the hoes in me, uh, around me got them just looking mm-hmm. at me like yeah, a god now just because he- some of that power. Puff, yeah, oh, man. Yeah, Puff, Puff will give you that you. torch, yeah. nigga. <laughs> Puff will give you that torch, nigga. <laughs> like, these bitches thought I was regular to this nigga got them <laughs> shot a nigga out. Boy, I'm like motherfucking Kunta Kente, right? This motherfucker, nigga. <laughs> I pay dues, nigga. There's like two songs in, in your catalog that's like my favorite. Um, it's uh, "Never" by Scarface, so that's that's a favorite. And yeah, my life, you entertainment. Ti. Ooh, my life, you entertainment. Like, hey, that's one of my favorites too. You know, the "Never" record. I did that record just to prove myself to NY. Like I was mm. like, man, let me really show these niggas I can sample. Let me show these niggas I'm like, and I'm a crate head too. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I really get down. And I did the same thing with phone numbers with uh with Wiz and um phone numbers. That's uh, my shit. Big look, Sean, look at, look at Sam. He like, woo! <laughs> Come on, man. I sample Queen for y'all ass nigga. And, and it's crazy because we just recently re-released uh Cabin Fever, and Queen wouldn't clear the sample. You know what I'm saying? And uh-huh. the labels, you know, going through some issues. So I just redid the beat. You know what I'm saying? So definitely check out the newest version. Um, you can download Cabin Fever right now on iTunes. We finally re-released it. You know what I'm saying? And that was one of the records we was like, man, let's just do something new. Wiz, like, I don't want to go through the headache, da da da. And I just did a whole new beat. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to the producers who have trouble clearing samples. Um, I, I sit on the adv- advisory board of a label of a uh, company called Tracklib.com, and the most recent placement that we did with Tracklib was with Middle Child. So if you listen to Middle Child with J Cole, yes. the sample do 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 that sample is called. Uh, I mean, it comes from Tracklib. All right. The producer T minus. Right. Shout out to J Cole. The collab T minus getting with J Cole doing the record Middle Child. Um, and, and for them to come to our website, tracklib.com, sample the record. This record is basically a home for samples and allows producers to get their records cleared without having to go through the extra bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody has a relationship with Earth, Wind, and Fire like, That's a like fact. myself. So Let the people know um, where to get your album, 
the name of the single before we wrap it up and get up out of here, Drum. Absolutely, man. Definitely check out the single, Live On, on the project, My Brother's Keeper. You know what I'm saying? My first solo rap album, R.I.P. My Big Bro, man, Insane Wayne, Drummer Boy Fresh. We beneficial. Check out the website, drummerboy.com. Follow me on the gram at Drummer Boy Fresh. Moving forward. Moving forward. Hey, yeah. yeah. Yes. We got to.